I can't help that. Sit still. Episode of Pixel Junk Radio, episode thirty, and I'm here with the G Crew. I've christened you guys the G Crew, cool, because B Team and Y Team doesn't sound doesn't sound right. The G Team, maybe. Dude, sixth man of the year. Sixth man of the year. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the G Crew. If you're wondering who that is, is uh, we've got Kalen back here. Hello. Again, um, we've got Rowan. What's up? And Andy. Hello. Um, so I've got two out of the three people working on um, Pixel Junk Inc. <laughs> Development is stopped for the day. We've also got uh, Milky, as always, to my left. You could have let it go another couple of bars. <laughs> no, don't don't do that. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna get sued by the cars. Yeah, it's all right. I think that how long was that? That was only probably two seconds. Two seconds. I think we're safe with with that. Small amount. Okay. It's when you start using the majority of the work. Yeah, that's uh, that's what Bion's really worried about. I see. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. why he doesn't put out any extra music because he's worried that he's going to sue himself. He's worried that someone's going to sue him. Oh. Of using other people's stuff. Like putting out mixed CDs or stuff. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Huh? Yeah. They're very conscious of that in Japan. Are we it, the G crew because G stands for games? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll actually talk about games on this podcast. Yeah, so for those who have never listened to Pixel Jump Radio before, a few people... Oh, go ahead. Hang on, hang on. Gonna... Oh, my it God. That was me. all in my ear. I've never listened to it. <laughs> the drink wasn't, yeah. to be fair. The drink is... I'm going to drink that. I can smell the Red Bull. It's like coming through my headphones. Anyway, um, we have two We have two crews here now for Pixel Jump Radio. We have a gamer crew where we just you know talk about games and you know industry stuff. And then we have our uh, S crew. Talk about shit. Oh, <laughs> see, it's going the other way now. Right? It is. It you're is. like, you're like, oh no, you can't call those guys the B team. That's wrong. I'm like, what's wrong about it? It's the B team. It's like there's an A team and a B team. Pick another letter. I don't care. Whatever. I didn't like B team. I thought it was disparaging. So I didn't think so. I, I came up like that. I think it's like my little bros. I came. Up, I said G team, and he thought he thought I was talking about. OG mm-hmm. for for you know Dylan and Duncan and Jamin and whoever else they drag in. If it was a real B team, what what kind of van would they drive and who would be in it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. and would any of them have the phobia of flying, or would it be something more embarrassing than flying? Right. I think well, um, one of the characters has to have Tyrannosaurus Rex arms, and he can't. But he's the ordnance guy. So he's always the, the guy trying arm. to defuse bombs or trying to like use weapons, but he's got T Rex. Are T-rex these humans? He's got T Rex arms. You mean thalidomide? 
That's the yeah, name yeah. of the... Yeah, okay. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is, we're definitely not talking about games, so... Milky, yeah. what are you playing lately? Uh, this. <laughs> um... Are we actually just jumping right into like what we're playing? Sure, because I don't know. The B team thing just fell flat. Yeah, so. Okay. <laughs> I actually like that. That's a good conversation. We need Paul here for that. Yeah, that would probably yeah. would go somewhere. We'll the random non sequitur. Yeah, we'll do that next time. We'll put you and Paul in together. That should be the name of Paul's band. I should tell him that. The random B team? Yeah. The B team. Yeah, I think random non sequitur is better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought you were going. Okay, so we're going to talk about games. Well, when we were at GDC, Bioshock Infinite came out, and I wasn't unable to play because I didn't have a PS3 in San Francisco, and I went to New York the week after that, so uh, it wasn't until this past week, my first full week back um, in Japan, that I was able to to play my copy of Bioshock Infinite. I spent all weekend playing it, and and, um, a little bit every night, probably like an hour, a couple hours every night, and I just finished it last night, and I have to say it was really, really cool. It's not the perfect game by any means for a lot of um, small, weird, funky reasons, but I thought the experience was really cool. It was fun, and I hate it when people say that games really make you think. I don't really, I don't think Bioshock Infinite made me think so much as I was just really impressed with, like... Because you're not 16. Yeah, like, um, you know... I just thought it was a really well-crafted story. It wasn't like changing my life or anything, you know, mm. but it was a really well-crafted story. Kaylin, you played it. Yeah, I mean, it was just top quality from start to finish, basically. Yeah. The ending was, uh, it's a bit mind-bending, but I wouldn't call it like philosophically deep or anything. It's just... Uh, it was just cool, and it was. Yeah. I thought it was cool. It was surprising, <laughs> and it was like, oh, man, that's, you know... That's kind of cool. It's got a, cer- a yeah. certain gravity to it, you know, it's trying what, to keep like spoilers cool. out of this, but... It's got a certain gravity to it. I you wish know? you would. I hope you do keep spoilers out of this because I'm, I'm, I haven't been able to <laughs> well, play, play it yet. Either. Because, uh, because it's not out in Japan on Steam, so some of well, the guys okay, here haven't. Well, pre-order it, fine. Yeah, yeah. they'll take your money, but you can't well, play we're it Well, we're not spoiling, but you know, it, I, th- I don't think it's any surprise to, to yeah. discover that this Bioshock has like a, a cool ending, right? Yeah. You know, Ken okay. Levine puts a lot of thought into this. and just, the, yeah, I mean, it's just... But it is complicated enough that... After I beat the game, I had to go and start looking up like FAQs and ex- explanations of like what did I just watch? It's a bit like Donnie Darko or something like yeah. that. Like uh, what did, what exactly did happen? I've got my interpretation. Right? Yeah, am I getting this right? Now we're getting into spoiler territory. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it, it, well, there's it's just not it's just not like oh typical Hollywood happy ending cut and dry kind of thing. It's I really like cool. If you play it again, a lot of small subtle things will probably be mm. apparent to you. Yeah, I think so. But was it as awesome as Dishonored? Dishonored. You know, I, I enjoyed awesome it more. Stage ever. I think I, I really enjoyed Dishonored, but I don't think Dishonored's story was anywhere near. I mean, it was, it was, there were some little twists, but Bioshock is more of a mindfuck than than Dishonored. Just the whole, yeah. I mean, the, the fights are very lively and enjoyable. It's just, it's actually it's very on like all the time. I think it's actually easier to talk about the things that were just hilarious in Bioshock, as in like what sort of took me out of the storyline and stuff like the fact that I was able to get money health and salts out of every garbage can and dead body in Columbia (laughs) uh, Columbia or Columbiana oh I don't even remember Columbia New Columbia something like that yeah so 
But you know, it's like you, you check everything in the game, like desks, so the same garbage cans, yeah, basically. And there's garbage, and there's there's food, and like I'm sitting there, and I'm just feasting on all there's the two dollars eating all the apples in everything in the whole. Game. I'm like, why are people throwing out their money everywhere in this game? <laughs> there's a corpse next to a couple of like begging and people. like yeah, a corpse. There's like all these dead bodies. You're not bothered by the bodies. You're just thinking like, I wonder if this guy's got an apple. Because <laughs> you know what? He does. <laughs> I'm going to eat it. He looks like he's been sitting there for like a three, four days, but I'm going to eat this apple, you know? Yeah. So that kind of thing. What else? You know what else I had a problem with? And you guys will, will enjoy knowing this ahead of time. I had a hard time knowing where the hell I was getting shot from. Uh, yeah, that happens. Yeah, and I, I was tweeting about that. I said, like, I've, I think it's me. I think I'm just really bad at knowing where I'm getting shot from. And people are like, no, 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 that's everybody. What? What? I was just testing it. Yeah, see, I didn't know where you hit me from. <laughs> I had a shock infinite one of these crazy modern games where they put enemies above you and below you and behind you. Uh, you know, there's not even that many tiers. There's not that many tiers. It's not like, oh, there's there's it's a really vertical game. Most of the enemies are coming at you from... You know, they're coming, they might be coming downstairs or they might be in the distance, but they shoot you from so far away and there's so much bloom lighting and fog and other like visual effects going on that I just never really know where it's coming from. People say that like, oh, if you've got surround sound going on, you can kind of hear which direction they're coming from. But if I don't... you have Sony Pulse Elite headphones <laughs> branded with Pixel Junk branding, you would know. You should have you just borrowed those from the office that we we're giving away. I should have borrowed them from the office, the ones that we're giving away. <laughs> <laughs> Andy designed Thanks, it. Thanks, <laughs> Well... Oh, yeah, Andy designed it. Yeah, Andy designed, designed it. Designed it, did. Yeah. <laughs> Those headphones. Yeah. Headsets. Well done, Andy. Yeah. They're very pretty. <laughs> so... Yeah, so Bioshock was really fun. I'm looking forward to playing it over again, but I think like I'm going to give it a little time before I go to 1999 mode. I'm going to jump into some Dead Space 3. I, I played it through on hard mode, and I, I think a little bit of the balance was off sometimes. As like, in? The whole melee system was uh, kind of unviable on hard mode because right. a typical enemy will kill you in like two or three shots. Well, what, so what A shotgun is one shot. Well, one so, website that I was reading that had like uh, their guide to to Bioshock said that melee is largely um, irrelevant yeah. at, at any level. They they thought that the game, even on nineteen ninety nine mode, was pretty easy as long as you max out your your um, your vigors yeah. and you just the right you th- yeah you just throw pump all your efforts into vigors <laughs> first, upgrade all that stuff first, and then do weapons later as an afterthought and you know use that strategy and I'm going to try that I'm going to just go straight to 1999 mode yeah but it's a really fun game it actually makes me want to go back and play Bioshock 1 and 2 again and um, is there some connection between I won't say okay I guess that's the spoiler not not really not really not really but I I I think there's some nods I think there's yeah, some there I are some nods. Two. I played one. Too, I played one, but I, I quit on the last boss. There, there are some nods <laughs> like to that. on the Bioshock. Yeah. Yeah. it doesn't really matter if you haven't played it. Yeah, but there's some fan service in there. Mm. There's some fan service in there. That's cool. So the final verdict is: is everyone at this table should play this game? Yeah, I is think it, so. Is it homework? It's just good. Yeah, I, I, I usually dabble in games and and I buy all these games, but I never really finish anything. Mm. I've only finished like. Dark Souls, 
what do you call it? Dishonored, weirdly enough, and um, Binary Domain, which ended up, it would, that's a really fun game, man. Don't front. People will, people will back me up on this. That's a fun game. But, and then this game. So over the last two years, I've probably only finished four console games. Everything else has just been like handheld or, or whatever. But, yeah. So what have you guys been playing? Yeah. What's up? God, and Andy's God, just shaking his head. He's don't, like, don't, don't say League of Legends. Don't, just don't. I play. Actually, I haven't been playing it this week. I've like been playing. I've been playing Dota. Forever. I had played my second or third Dota match. Really? Earlier this week, yeah. And this is my deal with MOBAs, man. I think MOBAs are cool, but there's just such a um, a barrier, like a knowledge barrier, and which they've been telling us, you know, the whole time. Romans, Romans, I'm trying not to say anything. Hours of misery, losing every game, you know, but, just to get yeah, yeah. the hang of the game. I've, I've been telling John. I, I tell everyone to not. Like, you're not. That's not very encouraging. It doesn't yes. actually make me feel but, but good about. Uh, well, the way you say it almost sounds like it's not even like a humble brag. What would be the right term? It's like an I arrogant it's, brag. Yeah, it's, like it, it's kind of like <laughs> it's you don't want to get in there. You don't want to get in there. You, you're not gonna. You're not gonna. Um, you're not gonna understand what League of Legends is like. Until no, you've I think been it's it's a design flaw of, of all mobas. I think it's it's almost an unavoidable design flaw if there's just this massive barrier of knowledge i don't think it's a design flaw if you just have to learn something in order yeah, to. You know. it's I, and you know what i actually am starting to have fun now because this is they hit you with so much stuff even if you do the tor- tutorials you know you know you have to figure out what you got to buy and then like you know you got to figure out how to use you know what items do you use and then everybody's doing these different skills that you don't understand and your skills are like what should i upgrade first i mean there's just so you get paralyzed by choice. What you've just described, though, is the difference between the modern MOBAs and the old MOBAs. The modern MOBAs, you you start having fun earlier. You don't need as much of the knowledge pool to start having fun. You can you know find a character or two which is enjoyable and, and use some of the skills and buy some stuff and run around and chop things. and uh-huh. It gets fun quicker. The problem is to be competitive requires the same amount of time investment as the old ones still. Uh-huh. It requires, uh, you know, a <clears throat> memorization of every single item, every single skill on every single character, the cost of everything. It, 500 games. Yeah, it requires about 500 hours, like, to be decently competitive. Yeah, I, I stopped caring about being competitive in games, ironically, when I came to Japan. And because I was, like, pretty heavy into the fighting game stuff scene, like, in Atlanta. And then I came to Japan, and, and then, like, literally, I guess since I was finished with university, I didn't have those people around anymore. I just didn't really care about if I'm going to win or not, or yada, yada, yada. So when I play, when I play uh, with uh, with Esteban, Lone Esteban, who does Call a Podcast, another good podcast. And does some badass YouTube videos. And, and does, yeah, he's the, he's the Gaijin-style uh, guy jumping that around, awesome flopping, <laughs> flopping his belly. Um... <laughs> So when I play with him, and I, you know, he's like, "Oh man, these guys suck. We're gonna lose." And I'm just like, "Oh, who cares?" You know, and I'm like shooting arrows. If I can chase somebody down and kill them, I'm happy. That's, but that's that's the problem with. That's one of the struggles that the guys designing mopers have is that you're forced into a situation with four strangers on a mm. team of five, and people on that team have different levels of investment yeah. in the next forty-five minutes of your life, and people that are more heavily invested in that next you know, thirty or forty minutes feel slighted by the people who aren't and trying to write a matchmaking algorithm that doesn't match people based on just their skill level but based on they're how serious you think they're going to have fun but yeah, yeah it's it's not even box. quantitative anymore it's qualitative like balancing it's extremely difficult and i mean i want to win you know but i'm not going to be bummed if i'm not if i don't win so and, and so it's just like you know we play 
and I'm just asking my teammates, all right, what should I be doing? Because I'm not, I don't want to just be out there spinning in circles, yeah. you know, being Leroy Jenkins. But I mean, it's it's hard, like for any game that requires that has like depth and 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 skill. I mean, like I would hate to jump into something like a Call of Duty match now, you know, especially if like they have like perks and stuff that that mm. they recruit because they played so much and like you know where does a new guy jump in and and start to enjoy himself at least you can still just point and click to shoot the breadth of it is different Mm. i mean it's like it's like if call of duty had 700 maps you had to know yeah yeah it really is just a yeah but i mean like who who plays 700 maps right but that's not how mobas work mobas are 90 heroes with four skills or five skills each yeah so that's you just need to know at least there's only one map yeah i mean but yeah, that's I mean. that's where the simile of sports come in it's like you know mm. soccer or something the field stays the same every match it's the players and the teams that change which is yeah. what makes it emergent interesting yeah but they don't like have a fireball kick or freezes other players with the ice blast soccer shoot <laughs> haven't you just seen like Shaolin, have you seen Shaolin, Shaolin soccer Shaolin yeah. soccer's <laughs> wicked yeah i wish those, those guys would make a dragon ball movie yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was actually that was Dragon Ball. Ball movies. Yeah, it was. It was the closest thing. There were there were actually no real life real Dragon Ball movies ever made. <laughs> we're just we're just forgetting everything. <laughs> there actually hasn't been anyone attempting to make one. Someone should really try. Yeah. So speaking of your shirt, which has Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, Flash, is that Hawkman? Hawk Girl. Hawk Girl. I didn't yeah. know that. It was the same Green Lantern and. Oh, X-Man. Not Martian Manhunter, is it? Peepong. Oh, yeah! JL, man. So, you've been playing Injustice? Yeah. You downloaded it for, for full MSRP? Dude, dude, that whole process. I had to, like, buy two cards because they don't sell a card, a PSN card, that's the right price to buy a full-price game. You can get three $20 ones. That's on purpose. You think that's a mistake? That's so that you have change. Yeah, the, the leftover change went to the season pass for the game. Right. Like, you know, I played it for, like, um, you know, all day, and I was like, oh, I really like this. At least it season pass, I got extra money. <laughs> at least it didn't go into, like, some wallpapers. And what, what is it no, no. What kind of game? So, Injustice is a fighting it's game. Mortal Kombat um, with it, DC superheroes. It's it's made by Never Nether Realms who did the last Mortal Kombat game. Is that the one with the, the <clears throat> spine cracking, like the bone see through X ray fatality mode? Mortal Kombat. That's Mortal Kombat. Didn't you just say Mortal Kombat? Yeah, yeah Mortal Kombat Nine. They did that with the yeah. With but the it sounded same. like you were trying to clarify what Mortal Kombat was. And I was no, like, I was asking <laughs> that recent one is. Yeah, yeah. So that's on yeah. the same engine that that one was on. Uh, similar. I mean, it's the same same group of devs. So I don't know. Yeah. You know okay. So it looks as did. pretty as that. Yeah, yeah. It looks Probably better. It looks, it, looks, it looks really good. Um, it's. I think they've done a good job with like Mortal Kombat. Always to me, sometimes feels kind of the animations feel kind of funky. It's like. Mm. <laughs> It was like hit, then reaction, as, a, as opposed to feeling really fluid. Yeah, like a street fighter. I think this Someone one feels an animator crying. Yeah, no yeah, it feels a little bit deliberate, more, huh? a little bit, a little bit smoother. It still has that Mortal Kombat still kind on of two D plane, right? Yeah. Still, okay, still two D plane, and you've got like um, people get everyone gets transported transported to this alternate Earth. You know, DC is big about their alternate Earths, right? And and in this this time or dimension, Superman is basically. A god, and he's running the whole planet. He's running the show. He's running the whole show, and Batman is in a, this resistance. And Batman is actually pulled over the heroes from our dimension to his dimension to help him take down Superman. 
So that explains how everybody like Superman's fighting, you know, Batman. That sounds kind of cool. Uh, I heard the Black Adam's description. Scrub. That short description you just gave me sounds kind of cool. And and so they resolve this situation for a series Mortal of one v one battles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the that's the dope shit about um, about Nether Realms is they do the best like fighting game single player story right. of anyone I think everyone should just take lessons because they actually do these really involved stories that make sense and it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like oh we're in China now hello M. Bison I'm Chun-Li let's fight you know <laughs> it sounds like canon like it, it's you know canon worthy I'm sure they probably had to refer to you know they had to work with DC I mean NetherRealms is owned by Warner Brothers now so they had like you know mm. first hand access to the um, probably the continuity cops yeah, in DC. Yeah. You know who needs to take a cue from from Nether Realm story mode dudes is Team Ninja because I uh, picked up Dead or Alive five over over the break. You didn't just use story and Dead or Alive in the same sentence. I did, you? and there's wow. a really good reason for it because yeah, I know you used to work at Koei, which turned into Technical. Were you there when it merged? I left. Technical? I left about a year before it merged. Okay. Well, anyway, so. I admire the effort that Team Ninja put into Dead or Alive 5's story mode because they were obviously trying to give it more value than the typical like fighting game sequel, right? Well, they got to compete with all those other dating games, right? Yeah, and I was playing through story <laughs> mode because I was like, all right, this is going to let me dabble in like the different characters. Dead or Alive, love plus. Their story mode is basically fuck with every character in that game for three rounds and watch story sequences between each each round for three rounds. literally like I was just like will this fucking thing end you know how many you know how many chapters there are in this thing 68 chapters <laughs> 68 chapters and is that an absurd graph that you posted somewhere yeah 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 <laughs> on, t- on Twitter like I said like can this story mode just end it was 68 <laughs> chapters and trust me it would be one thing if you actually had a, a, a story a, a plot worth hanging your hat on but it's not it's just like Oh, Bass doesn't want Tina to wrestle. They're still doing thing. that. Yeah, and th- those those cutscenes are so awkward. They're not like funny awkward. They're just like somebody didn't know how to write a story, and it's like Tina. Ah, ha, 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 ha. You gotta watch this shit. Sixty-eight, sixty-eight chapters, and it was, and it was. Sometimes it was just like. Just the same, the same story, but from okay, you, no, from you, don't, you don't have to watch it. You can just persons, turn it off. I know, but and I did skip most of it. it but even skipping is just why like, did you put well, it? See, in that's tray. that's why uh, Nether Realms has done such a good job with Injustice because not only do they have a really good story, everyone's fights make sense, and it's it was long, but like they actually give you an achievement for getting halfway through it, right? Really, John's, but, John's convinced me to Google it after this podcast. I'm going to bother to actually go and type it into Google. But I I spent like all of Sunday completing that that story mode, like you know, just sat down and I didn't get up for. Like I would hours. actually like to see what these guys over here think about it, like the the, oh, the, the pro, who, holy like, crap, yeah, Street the, Fighter Four, the Tekken and Street Fighter Four fans at work who well, like they're not fans, they're just Japanese. Yeah, just well, gives them plus a hundred. You mm-hmm. know, Scott. You know, Scott popular mm-hmm. out in Tokyo. He does like you know the fighting game scene out there, and he said and he liked Mortal Kombat Nine, but but and they did Mortal Kombat Nine in, in Final Round Bats last it was year. Nine. Yeah. Really? Wow. Um, but uh, he said he's not messing with, with, with NetherRealms games anymore. He didn't give, really give me any specifics about it, but it seems like there's, there's, they have an uphill battle to actually getting people in the scene to really... Oh, in Japan. In Japan, yeah, yeah, yeah. to respect the game. 
Um, there were some good good players. I is remember. Isn't mechanically but. not as like is it not as mechanically sound as some of the Japanese ones? Or? I think I mean it, I think it has some depth to it. I mean it's got a nice it's little not, juggle system. You can't system. just say it's, it's got, got depth, but like you're up against arc it's, systems it's, it's or a, Street Fighter. It's a real <clears> different <throat> type of game mechanic, though. It doesn't rely. It doesn't have the block on, button anymore. It doesn't have a block button, but it also they don't use motions as much like with the with the quarter circles and stuff. It doesn't mm. feel like that. It feels like a it's different. Like I remember like playing in the arcades Mortal Kombat, you know, it's like button tappy, button tappy. It's it's more about those combos than the joystick action. There are I should say character move lists, um of course there's combos, but but you can have like forward and light punches is, is a totally different type of move. Um or, you know whereas like in Street Fighter you have you have your your three punches and your three kicks and they all do just you know one attack and i don't know it just seems like there's there's less and more at the same time it, it seems a little bit like tekken the move list yeah that's what it sounds like yeah but even tekken has like puts a a premium on like you know the joystick positioning and movement and, mm-hmm. and it just does it just has a different feel than like it just feels like a western mm-hmm. fighting game what I, I enjoyed it. I, I like it. Um, and I've been on a DC kick recently, so it's yeah. like totally. I, I had to bring back like feel. 14 pounds of graphic novels for John. That he that I read all of this shit. It was weird. It was it was it was almost creepy. I read all of this stuff in my teens, and like John was like, "Can you bring this one in? Can you bring this one?" In? I was like, "I was like, you've been raiding my comic closet or something. Like, can you <laughs> can you bring in Crisis on Infinite Earths? Can you bring in Frank Miller's Dark Knight?" Can you bring in Daredevil, the Electra Saga? Can you bring in this, you know, <laughs> Kingdom Come? I'm like, what the fuck are you reading this shit for now? Why did you read it when it was, like, semi-new 15 years ago? You want me to bring back graphic novels? Basically, I brought back what Kingdom came out come. to, like, a small phone book yeah. carrying this shit around the airport. Um <clears throat> It's Kingdom Come and Dark Knight Returns, and I brought Ronan back and Ronan, so yeah. you can read that. Cause that's really good. So, anyway, Andy, what have you been up to what recently? Have you been playing, Andy? God, I don't want to talk about that. I've been talking. Oh, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take this this cup and hit you with it. Shit, I should do that every time I get pissed off. I'll put it on the floor. It's my special cup. Put it somewhere nice. It's all right. It won't get lost. No one ever loses cups. Yeah, yeah. No, this, this place is known for not losing mugs. Because why would mugs disappear? <laughs> Did you ever get a replacement for your mug? No, no, no. Somebody stole his well, Snoopy paid, mug. You were prepared to pay like $50 on eBay or something to get a new oh, one. That's a good-ass mug. Vintage, vintage Snoopy mug. I keep I keep having a vision that there's an earthquake and it falls off and it breaks. and Or, just, or it pours liquid and right and into, and into, just, into Dylan's and Apollo. Just feeling like breaks. Boom, boom. <laughs> Andy, what are you playing? Yeah. Don't say R-Tape Delta. Please. Don't no, I'm not playing that for quite a while, actually. But it is like... One of my favorite shooting games. Yeah, no, nice. I'm, I'm playing. Qu- <laughs> say it, say Why are you still playing Quake One? Because I make levels for it. Because Quake You still awesome. make levels yes. for Quake One? It's really fun. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Is it, it's really fun because no one else plays the levels. Yeah, so it makes design. me it makes me cooler because I'm playing a game that no one else is playing. Do they? Yeah, can you, you play know. Quake so in a browser? Like can oh, you, you can, you can play Quake someone, 3 in a browser. It's a We're not talking yeah. about Quake 3. Yeah. Quake really I just was curious because you know Quake Live. Yes. 
So it's I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. And I think what, what Andy was saying about developing the levels is the simplicity is the beauty in it, right? Yeah, I mean, there's no real, I mean, there's no real set theme to the game. There is a kind of really shit well, yeah, backstory. Mm. Yeah, okay, it's got kind of brown graphics, but I mean, there's no real. I love the rocket launcher. Strong theming in the game, and you I love can the particles. You can bake all the textures into the into the map files, so you can make your own themes and stuff. And it's not it's not really very. Do you have any candy or cake themes, like walls that look like chocolate cake? You could make that, but it would be shit. Probably big brown uh, cake. I don't know. It's chocolate. It's, you know, it has to be brown. <laughs> Strawberry icing. Yeah, you can. Have if you can make, better, if you can make your, better, right? if you make, you can make your own texture. Stop touching stuff. Like touch the microphone. He's like touching the microphone. Milky's making me feel awkward, so I have to. <laughs> I want to give you your cup back, but I don't want you to put it on the table. <laughs> but it was fine where it was. Well, I mean, you need to fidget with something. Touch your cup. <laughs> <laughs> So when you said Milky is making me feel uncomfortable. I imagine Milky's hand is just on your leg <laughs> while you're talking. Yeah, just it like is that. now. Just like that. That is really <laughs> that's unnerving. That was Very genuine. Extremely warm hand as well. Yeah, probably just because it's alive. Like, it's getting warmer in here. Yeah. We're, we're gonna so you, you haven't played a modern game in a while. I played a modern game. I played this, but Dishonored was the last FPS I played. Well, it's not really it for one. That's FPS, pretty. That's pretty. That's and I, as I said, I'm fucking waiting to play bloody Bioshock Infinite, but but you know, worldwide release you play means the... worldwide except for Japan these days. What what the makes me wonder how Kalen played it. I <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've got this feeling I'm the only one that's paid for it and hasn't I bet Milky like got it off like a friend or something. I ordered it off Amazon oh, in the okay. US and okay. brought back the PS3 okay. version. So, so, so all she needed to do was have a pre-arranged flight and fly it by hand from America to Japan. So it's Mil- actually Milky not that hard. You can you can you import it off that. Amazon Japan oh, yeah. the North American version. But they, but, but he wanted the, the PC. Yeah, I want yeah, the Steam version. Fair I, like, I really love Steam, but I just get really frustrated by it. Yeah, it's not Steam's like, fault, Andy. It's not Steam's fault. Well, okay, it's not. It's, it's not the fully pub- it's the publisher's fault. Yeah, no, it's okay. not at all Steam's fault. It's the publisher is okay, controlling. I think the basically, yeah. DRM cops in the house. Why don't you? Why don't you play the? I really think the Gabe should just. I don't know. Maybe stop hitting the table, okay. dude. So I just have a feeling that someone should just say, like, enough with this games for Windows Live crap in Steam games. Sorry, oh. John. I will stop touching the table. I'm just really. It's I, for the listeners. Steam's man. great, and for my ears but now. But it really. Makes me upset when I buy a game and it, and it tells me to log into Games for Windows Live after you've just booted it from Steam. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. already got enough DRM wow, really? in it. Yeah, yeah. I think some some of it's to do with like maybe the game that or the, the Uplay one. You boot the, the game like Far Cry had that, right? Yeah, yeah but you can skip that. It's not no. obligatory. Yeah, it's not it's like it's necessary. What? Yeah, like, yeah, like you, you buy it on Steam 3. and then it wants you to install like a pseudo Steam. Yeah. What? Far Cry Three. You click play and Steam. It launches. I mean, I know what the Uplay thing is, but like, I didn't think that. it was mandatory. It was like mm. optional, and you can get it's perks from the game. It's well, funny. It, it didn't used to be uh, forced. Yeah. Maybe, it's, maybe it's, it's different on on PS3. It's, it's very annoying. It's funny that like EA has their own thing. They have Origin, right? And they don't even come into Steam at all. Which is why no one. Yeah, I'm not going to go. Right, it's a separate thing. Except for the billions games. of people playing <laughs> Battlefield and SimCity. People, people well, use Origin, but nobody. Doing it. I remember when Using Ubisoft first did did the Uplay thing. It was because they created that because of the fact that um, Sony and Microsoft weren't sharing kind of like the logistics. They would, of course, tell you how many people bought the DLC or whatever because you know you have to give them sales 
the publisher's sales numbers, but they weren't telling you like the analytical stuff, yeah. like how long are people playing? When do they quit? You know, what hours do they usually play from? How long before? You know, what's the attach rate of the DLC sales? All that information. In order to create that, in order to gather that info, these publishers had to create their own environments. Yeah. You know, at, at great expense. Doesn't so. Steam give you lots of those dates? Mm, <coughs> no, we don't get any of those details for Steam. I think we get some of the ones Milky just listed. Some, I mean, well, not not that kind of not comprehensive, comprehensive, yeah. you know, because that's 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 data mining gold for publishers. Because if you know these things about your user base, then you can custom tailor your experiences. That sounded that was a wet one, right, mm, John? Right mm, on the. It's all good. Mm. Um, it sounded we, like it was right, right here, right in my ear. Blew your nose, blew his nose right in your ear. Yeah. Winter will stop at some point. You know what you should be playing. <laughs> winter. You know what you should be playing in in the meanwhile. Ten of winter. The the DLC for Dishonored. You, you Dagger of Dunwall. I know it might be. I have to say something real quick. You wouldn't make it in Game of Thrones at all. You know they have like ten years of like of winter, right? You'd be okay. Go ahead. Why would, yeah. well, Game of Thrones is not set in why Australia, would, is it? Why would you choose to live there? Why not be born somewhere else? It's not that hard. Yeah, choose to be born it's not, somewhere it's else. Not, it's, <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. Anyway, Dishonored DLC. Can't that hold you over for a bit? Is it available in Japan? I don't know. I, I'm not really a big DLC. I mean, I've been spending all my no. time making. Yeah, we just we anyway. just bought a four pack of Monaco. Oh, we're yeah, gonna, we we're going to play that tonight or like tomorrow or something. Anyone play tonight, right? Maybe tonight. So I'm who's going to be the who's gonna be the lookout? I don't, I don't know, know, any, I don't know about anything about, about the game. I just I don't know anything about the game either. He came over to me and told me to buy people it. People that do a heist. <laughs> and I looked at the trailer. And, yeah, yeah, I, I don't actually know what the game mechanics are like. I'm curious. I vaguely recall seeing a very old, very 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 old, like two or three years ago, with based on four classes that kind of work together to do a heist. There are more than four, right? Mm-hmm. Based on my impression of three. Andy, so we all spent money on the game. You knew nothing about. We didn't really know about. The premise looked good enough. The premise looked good at the IGF. Andy was hosting the the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So based on that, he seems like an alright. Yeah, I, w- I would buy the game based on his charisma. Yeah, to be honest. I, I don't. Yeah. Well, the, the original the original demo that I saw looked. The, the idea looked fun. So. Mm, I I got it because it was four players. And I don't play enough games with you guys, so Co-op is great. all these cool indie games actually legitimately want me to make me want to build a a gaming PC. If I hear that shit again, no, me. no. But this time I've actually <laughs> got this time I actually got sign off from the from the boss. So funny, like I, when I, as I was saying that, I'm I'm looking at you, you know, you at you talking about your your game thing, and Andy's about to put the about put to the slam mug. his mug back onto the table. I was about to just place it gently. If back I hear it. that shit from you. <laughs> no, before it was just fantasizing, but now I've actually got sign off on the concept from. What's from your budget? Mrs. What's your budget for your gaming PC? I'm thinking fifteen hundred. Holy shit! What? You could what almost buy my comp. Really? Mm-hmm. Humble bragging. Yeah, yeah. Humble. He's like, that wasn't even like a, a year ago. Actually, yeah, that's, that's true. You could probably buy the same comp now for fifteen mm-hmm. grand. But then he would have to upgrade. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I didn't need. To, I did not need to upgrade that machine. That machine is. Not requiring upgrade yet. My electricity bill is fine, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you should turn your PlayStation off. Dude, oh, I don't yeah. notice the PlayStation underneath that comb. Yeah, because not only do I want to play, I don't need a high end gaming PC to play so, something like Cart Life, you know, or, or Monaco or Hotline Miami, but I do want it to be kind of future proof so I can play some of the, some of the, you know, some things like Hawken yeah. or um, whatever. Or you could mod the crap out of Sky. There's something like that I was playing recently. I've been playing Skyrim again. 
Oh god, me too. But I installed, hours yeah, you've been it. playing as well, right? But I installed about two hundred mods. I installed the one which makes grass like eight times as dense, and there's a big red warning that says, "I didn't." This go will ruin your frame rate. I didn't go as deep into the graphical mods, but uh, I, I was installed a mod called Skyrim Redone that rebalances a lot of stuff and basically replaces yeah. all the spells and perks, and it's way way better paced. I was kind of pushing a, of a, a graphical test. I was just mm. interested to see what my comp could do. Because The Witcher Two was The Witcher Two is still I think the, probably the prettiest game I've ever played on that, but prettier than Battlefield Three for reasons that we mentioned earlier, you know, setting and stuff. But Skyrim with that many graphical mods is ridiculous. Like see, I just don't give a fuck about Skyrim. The, the I mean, no offense to people who love Skyrim, yeah. but just it's just not appeal to me. Like um, visually, uh, you know, in third person, the characters look ugly as fuck. In first person, I just don't enjoy like. Walking around in that kind of perspective, so I'm not enjoying the customization. So here's, in first wait, person. here's, here's I like some perspective. The freedom of the world. Some perspective is when when Skyrim <coughs> came out and I was playing it. Uh, it was like November here or something. So my rule was whenever I went outside in Skyrim, my PC is actually just next to the door in my old apartment. I would open the door to let the cold in while I was playing. If I was ever outside in the world, just to try and get like the feeling. The winter. <laughs> You're like the, the winter air. Like method acting. Method acting. Of, yeah. Of, of so game playing. Seriously, method Skyrim, playing. I so have like I, a 29 monitor. I was right up there, and I, I went and bought rustic food as well for that weekend. I went and bought like old meats. You were like you oats, mess. oats and cheeses. I, uh, you brought a goat, and you had it like. No, I went inside. Like cheese and real goat on the weekend. And no, you were you were rummaging through bodies on of homeless people then. So. I sit down in an inn, but if I was going to eat in the real world, I had to go into an inn and sit down to eat so that I could get like the ambience. Did you sleep in the dirt under an oil skin? On my, on my balcony. Actually, nice. uh, on, the, on the weekend I installed, there's a mod that lets you do the dragon shouts through the microphone. <laughs> so you're like, who's it all? So you're basically you LARPing in your in your in your <laughs> in your apartment. I, I thought, man, this is how lame so can we actually make this? No, no, I thought it was going to be really bad, but but it was awesome. It was actually a lot cooler than I expected, and it was oh. it was pretty fun. And uh, there's a bit of delay on the response. That's the only downside. But I, I if if not for that, I would say it made the game a lot better to play, which was. See, the I thought it would be connects. gimmicky. I th- yeah, they support it already. Oh, just it's Oculus an official Bethesda version for Xbox. Yeah. See, that's why I want to uh, play. Um, play I want to play uh, Dragon's Dogma: Dark Arisen because wow. because that's kind of like the compromise for me. It's like a, it, it's a game that looks it's Skyrim ish, but your characters are actually attractive, and you play in third person. I haven't um, heard any good things about that game from a lot of people like Dragon's Dogma I played the original Dragon's Dogma it was fine for me oh okay if you like the original one then you'd probably be alright yeah so it's just like the same one with expanded content I didn't hear any good things about the original one either if you like the original then you'll be fine (laughs) they did did pretty good in the west sold well the the Oculus the Vireo driver seems to support quite a few PC games now I saw a video of Skyrim looking pretty good in it so just I need to try that. I think when that's out, when I'm probably just going to ride around. We're just not going to show up to work one day. I'm just going to be on a horse, riding around yeah. on a horse for Screw days, that. just that, looking see, around. That's the thing. <laughs> that's, weird. Oh, no, but, no, Andy, that's his. The like, he's got an Oculus. He's in Skyrim. And he's like, I want to ride a horse. No, I want to fly. Just give me a flying mod straight away. I was, I was just Three. about to say it's going to be weird riding you, a horse in Skyrim. Like you ride a dragon or anything. There's mods to ride a dragon. I'll probably just do that. I thought it would be weird riding a horse because I was watching a video of a guy wearing an Oculus Rift on a fucking, like, I don't know, multi-directional treadmill playing Team Fortress 2. Oh, that was very cool. And he was, like, properly running on the treadmill. Very cool. And he had some kind of 
fake gun as well. Yeah. So it's like he, he's actually like almost like he's in a combat role. In yeah, that the, was, military that was really cool. Die, we're so close to holodex, man. Like he was, he was like yeah. running. <laughs> he, was he wasn't just like walking forward to emulate it. Like gamers of the future are actually going to be pretty pumped if they play these kind of games. Yeah. They're gonna look back at us with our little one controller. We might. Rowan is peeping my clock, but I think he really wants to hear this. That that's what I needed. <laughs> that's the medicine I needed. Yeah, it is actually just what you needed. Why did you choose that song, Milky? Because it's funny. Okay. <laughs> just it, just. I can find a buzz. better one. But um, John, what else have you been playing? You, you, you weren't just playing Injustice. Oh, I played Yakuza 5 recently. Uh, how's that? Yeah, how's that? Yeah. So what have you been playing, John? Wow. <laughs> I bought Dead Souls, Yakuza Dead Souls, in, in the States because it was only 20 bucks. And I know it's not supposed to be as good as Binary Domain, but I thought I would give it a shot. It's not as good as Big Bo? Dude, that game, that game was fun. Shooting those robots, I thought it was going to be really lame, but it was actually, it was actually really yeah, fun. Yakuza 5? I don't know. I haven't played any of the other Yakuza games, so I don't know what they're like, but... And I'm playing in Japanese, but I'm not playing the, mm-hmm. the localized version. So it feels like... I thought it was going to be Grand Theft Auto with Yakuza. It's not. It's the it's, Sims salary man. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a collection of like mini-games. And I don't mean like five or six mini-games. I mean like, are, yeah. like 20. Like there's a there's an arcade. You can go into the arcade and play full is versions it, of like entire Shenmue? other games. Mm. Is it like Shenmue? Or is no, it it's it much open? more engaging than Shenmue. I mean, people Shenmue was awesome. People Shenmue pretty Shenmue good voice up acting. and down. Care for a game of Lucky Hit? How about a game of Lucky Hit? Care for some Lucky Hit? Yeah, Yakuza Five was surprising. Like, I I thought it was just going to be GTA with with Yakuza, and it's long as shit. It's uh. it's got five main characters. And to get through the first dude took us about 12 hours, 10 or 12 hours. And we got to the second dude and we're like, okay, I think it's enough of this. I think the Yakuza games are just an excuse for, for uh, Nagoshi to hang out with... with um, Strippers. Which would, one, that was my phone, um, with, with hostess girls... And with celebrities. No, the, it's it's a playground to making Monkey Ball and F Zero. It's a playground for <laughs> and not having yeah, a tan. F Zero is wicked. No, he said he should get back to making those. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. No, the the Yakuza games, I I think design wise, are just a playground for um for like Dunsei, Corksei, or like a, a high school boys. It's a yeti day or like a do whatever you want for high school mm, boys. Mm. You can go to a, an arcade and play all the video games there. They've got full versions of like Virtual Fighter 2 and these other games. You can just go and like read comics at the Kambini. You can go street racing. You can go like. You can read comics. Yeah, which is you can why. Go, you can go to a Kambini. Which and, is why and a read lot of the this shit stuff. in the Kambini. You can go hang well, out at hostess bars. You can go to a real Kambini and go read No, but you see, it's. it's Yadi Hoys, do whatever you want. You could go to the hostess bars and you can, you know, hang out with cabaret girls. You could play darts. You can play pool, and they're all complete mini games. It's like they take a lot of this stuff like out for the Western trade. versions because a lot of this is a lot of this stuff is just like lost legit, on a Western. Yeah, yeah. Like the, fun, the funny thing a, is that uh, the Yakuza world, the Yakuza manga. world is like a twisted vision of it's what a like a high school sixteen year old kid would think adults do, like as much as they want whenever they. Like, it's what they think we think they would want. And as, you know, do as much as you want of whatever you want. Like I'm sure in it, the West, it's just enough of a, a like a culture 
cultural leap to like go in and buy a rice ball. It was pretty Japanese. All <laughs> of the imagine? products, all the products in that game are real products as well. They've got little photos of yeah. them. There must yeah. be some big branding deals going on behind the scenes there because they have all branded like all of the. the you know that one, like, one of these flowers tattoos that I have were actually done by the the Yakuza game, the Ryugagotoku um, tattoo designer. Like all the tattoo art that you see in the packaging and right. in game and stuff, it's actually done by him. I did a cover story uh, back in the day and. I wanted to see what a real old school Yakuza tattoo, style tattoo was like getting done. And so that's where I took my journalism. Wow. I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I changed it up for Andy. I understand. And uh, on that note, yes. <laughs> yeah. I think we should. Like, so, so before we get out of here, I just wanted to, since I have two people of the infamous Pixel Junk Inc. Soup Empire. Oh, I thought you were going to say Caucasian Persuasion. No. We've got three Caucasians here today. Mm. Um, we're always outnumbered, man. Minorities for life. Damn. So, <laughs> what's going What's going on with uh, with Inc. recently? Beginning no work done because split screen went in. Yeah, since he split screen went in the playtesting it's got a lot more lengthy it's just and uh, enjoyable. Like, <laughs> You know, 9.30. Okay, we're just going to do a quick test <coughs> to test this thing, and then we'll go back yeah. here, and then, oh, it's lunch. It's 12 o'clock. Wait, yeah. what happened in three hours? Pretty much. Yeah, was it difficult to get split screen? I mean, it seemed you got, like you guys got it really really quickly. Was it Technically, difficult to get it was, it those are just a couple of minor hassles, but not a huge deal. A little bit of UI rearranging just mm-hmm. to, to yeah. shift stuff around. But, and it runs pretty smooth as well, right? Yeah, I was worried that the restricted view would be more feel more restrictive when you play but it, well we were going to try vertical not, split right but we didn't even bother yeah it just it just kind of works horizontal feels um, good mm. and then there was talk of the dragon ball fighting game split screen oh yeah the one where dynamically you, like split like it goes diagonal far. and stuff and then as you come together it kind of melts together into one screen mm-hmm. like that sounds later. like a good that sounds like a nice no, waste of a week never. at the moment oh, okay. so. it's, it's too I think it's too sort it of just feels jarring. good at the moment yeah, 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 it feels pretty good. So. Yeah, it doesn't feel restrictive now. So, so yeah, split screen has been chewing time. What's your favorite thing about playing with someone else? Playing with someone else that you go off to do something unrelated. You come but back towards the same goal. So before, like when the second player had to be on the screen, it was always like you're just tagging along, helping, helping, helping. But now you're like, I, I have a different task, but it's it's for the benefit of our base and our you know. Get Whoa. money, make suit, goal. Um, I like being able to leave. Get money. <laughs> I like being able to make leave. Soup. Come back, <laughs> and and have stuff there that you know wasn't there when I left. And yeah, it's, it's just fun. Who so who who drives the ship? Bullshit. I mean, you guys playing? Um, have you have you two been exclusively playing together? Have you played with other people in the office? Like, no, have you noticed? Yeah, I play with the other people. Yeah, the other guys that are. Like the uh, Yamamura, we've been playing with Yamamura. Yeah, and and well, when I say who drives the ship, like like a, do you you know you, one of the things is we have a shared wallet in Ink. Oh, yeah. it tends to be less dominated by any player than I expected, actually. Well, at the moment, it's still fairly. I mean, after only three hours, you don't really get far enough at the moment to like you know, I can say. Well, it's like if you're at the base and you have money, you build stuff. Yeah. If you're not, you go and get it. So it just, or you it spend just someone else's money to build it. Have you played it, Andy? Yeah, I played a little bit. What do you think? Yeah, it's really come on. Yeah. Really. It's really fun. Andy got kicked off. I haven't played that much. Yeah, I did. I'm on a different project now. 
Ink was awesome. Ink was awesome. Ink is awesome. I like ink. No, the the split screen and and Kaylin did the ecology last week or a few a week or two ago. Yeah, I have a blog post, but over the past couple of weeks, I guess there's been lots of little little tweets and tomorrow slash today's blog post. Yeah, would be good. Yeah, yeah, we're recording this on Thursday, and if I have time tomorrow, it'll be up tomorrow night. Yeah, and so you'll actually be able to check out a new blog post, um, which won't be will be new. So I thought well, when it goes up, yeah, if I'm not too up, lazy, yeah. I'll, I'll have written about this tomorrow. Then yeah, you're uh, going to talk about how yeah, just how the ecology works. Mm-hmm. So we have a sort of animal, basically flora and fauna, in the game, and they all they all continually sort of all the plants regenerate and spread to nearby areas, and uh, the the food eats them, and they sort of strike an equilibrium until and so you come and farm them. When you leave soup. an area untouched, it sort of you should come up, up with a, a creature that like that. Okay. Humps humps your 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 character's leg like a like a horny chihuahua. No. But I I meant that chihuahua. No, the the best idea we've had today was the the troll bot. Troll bot. Yeah, we're gonna make a robot, and it's a troll bot, and all he does is walk around your base and flick levers. He just kind of yeah presses (laughs) use buttons on stuff. He just walks around your base. Whether you want him to or not. Pressing buttons. Why would you make him that? Just maybe maybe you don't make it. Maybe he just shows up. Like, <laughs> he just, oh, that, he that comes cool. from outer space. He drops down from the ship. Down. The ship like <laughs> yeah. It'd be great if he had some dialogue bubbles pop up. Talking shit. <laughs> no, the dialogue bubble is just that face. Just the troll face. Actually, we have that little that. test guy. <laughs> we have the test guy that comes in from space. Oh, God, that then. guy's awesome. The Odyssey the on the simple. boat. He does nothing, and he, but he just sort of flies down from space. In his, but he's so like, ignorant of whatever's happening. It's his like noodle boat of fight full of swords and stuff just rocks up. He's like, hey, you want to buy something? He's like, not right now. We'll what do you buy? He's like, hey, what's up? And then he's just like... Well, the one time we're underwater, space. like underwater farming seaweed or something, and then he just cruises by, just drops down while you're underwater. He's like, hey, you want to buy something? Like, Dude, we're, we're busy. Wait, this this guy's in the game now? Yeah, no, he's in there. He, he's a he's a test of like, what if a dude came down from space to sell stuff? To just sell you stuff. I think like it. Yeah. Oh wait, wait. Away. I've seen that. that yeah, yeah, that, that guy. That, yeah. yeah, it's like it's like the Fifth Element dude who sells ramen at the window of Bruce Willis's window. It's basically that guy. He just rocks up to sell you stuff. But he Bruce comes Willis at the, the most peculiar time. Yeah, it comes down like a yeah, like, a, of a, like a starship trooper, man. It's like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We need to give him a cool little animation. He's bopping behind his counter. Uh-huh. Yeah, blog post going up today slash tomorrow. Probably, probably. Cool. Well, what's getting hot in here, gentlemen? Yeah. And uh, we don't want to take off all our clothes. No, I don't want oh. anyone in here to take off their clothes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's <laughs> the way we end the podcast <laughs> with original cooks and original madness. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> We'll see you guys again in two weeks with the old man crew, the S crew, because we talk shit and whatever. Yeah. And uh, thanks then we'll to, play more games. Yeah, we'll have to play more games. We'll play Monaco. Oh, we'll have to play. Oh, yeah, I'll yeah, play we'll Monaco, Monaco and more quick one. Probably. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of levels that I need to play. Um, thanks to to Kaylin, <laughs> Rowan, um, Andy, and my main milkman over here. Kessler out. Kessler out. Kessler out. <laughs> See you guys.
and hopped on the train. I saw my man, he had a L in his hand. Hide it from the beast, at least I catch a buzz before I hit my block. I take a mega hit from the on the good ship. Lollipop, move the hop so I can put the hip in the grip. Everybody slips so I can take a trip to the dip. Dig a deeper hole, microphone control with soul. Look at my hot eyes and tell me how could you be cold? I'm coming to you from the underground with thunder sound. Number one question, yo, how can I be down? Well, I tell you, bring your lighter and roll your finger. Back up on your lighter so you see the fire finger. Fold from left to right, then front to back. Herbal verbal letters give the mic contact. React whenever I keep the head scoping. Ah, uh, don't front, you know I got your open. Don't front, you know I got your open. It's the original heads meeting, original crook. Don't front, you know I got your open. Check my dialect from my diaphragm, my man. Don't front, you know I got your open. It's the original heads meeting, the original crook. Don't front, you know I got your open. Check the dialect from my diaphragm, my man. Yeah, my crew walk the streets at night Like looking for the right one, baby If it's payday, I'm at your doorstep I never sweat swinging the F nowadays Cause my rep is known for the tricks That are trade like toys in the cypher with my boys We be getting busy, wreck a shop I drop the top, I make the seeds pop From the line that I sparked last night in the dark I be dedicated to the moon cause it's black Resurrect, come back Tell me about the other side jacks Now we go back to who got the props So when I blew up the spot last year on the box Pressure to come back with another fat single Not too underground to make it stop when you mingle Well bust it, pay attention to the third verse And I'ma take you to another level first Yeah, don't front, you know I got your openness The original has me and the original crooks Don't front, you know I got your open And you're sweating even D, number one DJ Don't front, you know I got your openness The original has me and the original crooks Don't front, you know I got your open And you're sweating even D, number one DJ First of all, listen, I'm letting you know that when you see me at a show, you better prepare for the flow right away. I'm dimming the brighter day, it's never sunny, still no nothing move but the honey out the pay. So I enter the brother zone, I come to the front of the stage to let you know who's on the phone, leave it alone. See, it's a hip-hop thing, not a fake drip, drop fame, but corny ass lane. You can fool the rest, but you can't fool me, see the best school me. For the simple fact, it's the G-O-G, buck to the shot, still to the tech, then rock to the box. So forget the past, no more shorty. Strictly buck shot, I rock it one down to 40. Below, I got to let him know that I elevated levels higher every time I felt the fire. People tried this when the jam got cold. Used to be the man, now your band got old. I know the plan, so I keep them scoping. Don't front, you know I got your old, I got your old. Don't front, you know I got your open. It's the original heads me in the original crooks. Don't front, you know I got your open. Check the dialect from my diaphragm, my man. Don't front, you know I got your open. It's the original heads me in the original crooks. Don't front, you know I got your open. Check the dialect from my diaphragm, my man. Yeah, without no doubt. This is dedicated to my man, Big Five, Big Trev. Real's in the place to be. I'm coming to get you out, kid. And we out, no doubt.